Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wendy's Big Show served up hot and fresh here on The Fan. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Packer Hall of Famer and Benter of the Lambo Leap. He is Leroy Butler here on The Fan. Gary Ellerson with the day off. He'll be back on Monday. Joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, legend of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, Tom Silverstein joins us now. Tom, thanks for coming on. Uh, okay, I guess first things first, when we start talking about uh, this Packers team and uh, your piece uh, in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel today, Tom, uh, as far as Aaron Rodgers' contract, because there are so many people, uh, fans-wise, that are saying, "Wow, well, just trade him. Just trade him. You trade him after this year. It'll be fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Explain to everybody what the Packers are up against here as far as trying to move on from Aaron Rodgers, even if they wanted to. Yeah, the, the seller cap ramifications are just enormous. If they tried to trade him, let's say if they traded him right now, they would take a $29 million cap hit. And that means, you know, they're about $11 million under. They'd have to find $18 million of cap room, you know, which would be impossible. And then even if they did it after June 1st, when you can push the, you know, uh, prorated money that's sitting out there to next year, I mean, that still adds $31 million to the cap next year. And I mean, if you want to re-sign Bakhtiari and you want to re-sign Kenny Clark, you you got to watch your cap dollars because they've got a lot invested in Preston Smith and Darius Smith and Devontae Adams. And, you know, there's only so much uh, cap room going on. Plus, you know, the, the part of the story, too, that kind of got underplayed is that uh, – Jordan Love isn't going to be ready to play this year, and he probably won't be ready to play next year. I mean, he's a he's a raw talent, and it's going to take some time for him to be ready. Yeah, Tom. My question is that's the obvious. My question is Tim Boyle. I think there's there's where it's going to be some pressure because I can see maybe one of these teams may want to develop him and make them their backup quarterback and maybe offering them like a seventh round pick or a conditional pick. Now, what do the Packers do? Do they, because they already let Wilkins go, do, do you think they would get rid of him or trade him, or do you think they want to keep him? But if they keep him, 
What if he's better than Jordan Love in the next two years? Now what do you do? Well, I, I think uh, they'll, they'll wait through training camp and see how Jordan Love does. And once they have a good feel for whether he can be their backup, then they'll decide about Tim Boyle. If they feel like he's not even ready to be the backup, then they'll keep all three of those guys. Uh, if they feel like Jordan Love is ready to be a backup, I could see them um, trying to trade Tim Boyle, if Tim Boyle has a decent um, preseason. I, I don't think there's any way that um, Tim Boyle would beat out Jordan Love. You know how first-round picks are treated. They're going to be given every single chance every opportunity, to yep. win their job. But th- this guy, you know, I mean, he's a special talent. He's you ask any scout, and they'll tell you he's the most talented quarterback in the draft. It's just we don't know if he's the best quarterback in the draft yet, and and I don't think we'll know that for another year or two or three. And see, I don't necessarily think they want to get rid of any of these guys. They're going to just let it play out. But how much of that Brett Favre stuff uh, do you did you buy into that? Was that Brett blowing off some steam and maybe talking through what he wanted to release long time, 15 years ago? Or do you think maybe, you know, some of that maybe came from Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, well, what was ironic to me was that, uh, you know, when Favre, when Mike McCarthy was hired in 06, you know, and Favre was in the middle of those, off seasons when he didn't know whether he was coming back or not. And he was always mad that Ted Thompson would not sign for agents. He was mad he didn't trade for Randy Moss. Uh, he was mad that uh, they didn't add Marshawn Lynch. They mad. Well, actually, that was later. But he was mad they didn't sign any wide receivers. And, you know, he kept saying, why should I come back if we're not signing any free agents. And what happens? They go to the NFC championship game in 2007 with, you know, Donald Driver and Jennings and, and mm-hmm. James Jones. And I mean, it, it, he, um, you don't necessarily know how things are going to go. You could draft a wide receiver this year and that guy might not even play this year. So I find that kind of ironic that he didn't learn a lesson that, you don't have to spend a crap load of money in, in free agency to be good. You have to draft well and develop well. Uh, I also, you know, I, I also find it interesting that he's defending, you know, Rogers now after treating him like crap when he was, uh, when Rogers yeah. was a rookie. So I don't know what to think about all that. I, I just, you know, I, I was like, I don't even want to consider it. it, it it's too, it makes my head hurt. All right, with Tom Silverstein of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel here on the Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh here on the fan. And the size of your head, I know that could be a headache. Be nice. Well, let's move, that, let's move to is. the running. Let's let's move to the running back position because that's where the other smoke comes with AJ Dillon. Uh, Tom, do you uh, do you think that will cut into maybe? Um, Aaron Jones' production, because considering that they drafted a kid, Josiah, the third round, the tight end, the H-back type, they seem like they're going to run the ball. And in the fourth quarter, when you want to keep the ball and just grind it away, I mean, how does that affect Aaron Jones, who will be looking for another contract? 
Well, it shouldn't take away from Aaron Jones's uh, carries if they're going to run it 50% of the time. Because now all of a sudden, if you're running at 50% instead of 40%, there's all these extra carries there. And those carries can go to A.J. Dillon. And I don't think it was a bad idea. I actually thought that they had stayed at 30. They should have drafted Jonathan Taylor. I think you've got to have a big back in Green Bay. You've got to have a guy who can wear guys down in the fourth quarter, you know, when it's cold and, you know, people want to get off the field and, and you've got a big 247-pound guy who runs a 4.5, has a 41-inch vertical leap. I mean, you know, I, I thought that that was a good pick. In the second round, It's it's got a lot of good value. The third round pick, I'm not sure. A lot of people... A couple of scouts I talked to said that you know he should have gone later, but like the sixth, yeah, fifth or sixth. And I think what happened was they traded that fourth away. Yep, yep. And then they were like, "Well, there's no way we're going to get him at the end of the fifth, so we we better just take him at the third. Um, they also thought that New England was coming up to get him, uh, and New England did come up and took. An H back. Uh, I don't know if they were. They might have been looking at this kid. They might not have. That's the kind of guy that you know Belichick always overdrafts guys, but you know then he doesn't because he knows more than everybody else. You know, he everybody else thinks the guy's a sixth, and he thinks he's a third. So I, I don't know. I I think it fits if. It fits what Lafleur wants to do, and it gives him like a chess piece that he can move all around uh, for this run game. So it also, you know, whether intentional or not, it sends the message that they want to run the ball and they want to run it a lot. Well, so Tom, so, tell me how this plays in now with Jay Sternberger, who kind of had a little bit of an audition last year after he was battling injuries for most of the year, because. If you look at Sternberger and the way they used him last year, it feels like that's how they're going to try and use this kid from Cincinnati this year. Yeah, well, using Sternberger there was out of necessity. They they didn't. Um, Danny Vitale was hurt, and they needed someone to line up as a fullback. And Jay Sternberger is going to be Jimmy Graham this year. He's going to be that guy split out. I mean, there'll be times he'll have his hand down too. But he, he's their number one tight end, you know, unless somehow Tanya, you know, explodes. But I, I expect Sternberger to be the tight end, and this guy is more of a fullback H-back. Yeah, and that's what I, I was thinking, that he had talked about maybe showing, they showed some film of this kid, Josiah, you know, running down that guy against UCLA, you know, yeah. just ironically he's on the team. You know, let's go to uh, Corey Lindsley because you would think they drafted three linemen, um, and I don't mm-hmm. mind them drafting linemen because it just every now and then, you, if one guy gets hurt, you always had a guy come off the bench and the guy was never proven. And, I mean, it just seemed like you didn't know the offense. So they're trying to build that offensive line with Jenkins and Turner. Now, what do you think about Corey Lindsley? Maybe them not bring him back because they're running another kid from Morgan. Yeah, I. I think that was going to happen even if they didn't draft those guys, but I think they envisioned that they were not going to be able to afford Corey Lindsley, that 
he's going to get a lot of money or a good amount of money, and they have to pick. You know, you can't sign everybody. And Bakhtiari is number one on their want list. Well, Kenny Clark, you know, want list on offense, and then Kenny Clark is number one on defense. And those are going to be two monstrous contracts. They're going to be bigger contracts than Preston Smith and Zedaria Smith. And so uh, they got to have the cap room to do that. And it may result in Aaron Jones leaving. I mean, he's free agent too. Uh, right. You never know. It's you know if if for some reason Rogers demands a trade or something next year, then that happens. They it's just going to be tough to re-sign Corey Lindsley, and I think they protected themselves by drafting those three guys. So the last thing to me, let's back to Rogers for a minute. If they really wanted to. Um, get rid of him or whatever, which I don't think they did. I mean, why would Gutekunst give him an extension if they want to be stuck with him? They could have just not gave him an extension with two years left and let him play it out and then yeah. eventually try to get his successor. Yeah, they they could have done that. Um, but I think actually wasn't Ted the GM when they did that deal? Well, it's kind of I... a crossover. But I thought uh, Gutekunst... You know, that was his main thing he wanted to get done as soon as he got the keys. So Ted was still in the building, of course, but I think Gutekunst was the one. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, At the time, you know, Rodgers was not the highest paid quarterback. And his contract had just kind of been. Made him the highest paid or something. Yeah, he had fallen behind. And uh, I just think, you know, they had to make a decision. Are they going to make him happy or are they going to turn this into a confrontational situation and they decided they're going to make him happy and they thought they could get at least four more years out of him and and I think they will I think they will get four years I think they'll get this year and the next year and maybe even one more after that but uh I, you know, I guess I can't second guess them because I thought at the time, you know, they needed to secure him. Otherwise, it was going to be, it, it, it was going to possibly get ugly. And, you know, he deserved through his performance, he deserved, you know, the right to be the highest paid quarterback in the league at that time. Okay, so talking with Tom Silverstein of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel uh, here on The Fan, when we look at this Packers team and how they stack up against the rest of the division now with what the Vikings have done in the offseason, Detroit and the Bears. How would you stack up this division right now as we stand today, May 1st? Wow. Um, you know, I still think you're the champion until you're not. And uh, the Packers are still the favorite. I mean, they still have the best quarterback, even if he's, you know, um, starting to decline, I'd still take him over any of the quarterbacks in the NFC North. I I think Minnesota did a nice job of filling some holes, uh, letting some older guys go and starting the transition to some younger guys. Um, Detroit made a few good picks, and so did Chicago. I, I just think the quarterback usually makes the difference, and right now, um, I don't see them falling. I don't see the Packers taking a step back. 
I just don't I just don't know if they're going to take a step forward. I don't see them being better than the 49ers by any means. And so I think they can hold court. But see, that's the thing, Tom. If you look at this roster today versus where it was when the season ended, there's no Blake Martinez, regardless of what the Packer fans think about him. He's gone. Mm -hmm. There is no Brian Bulaga. You're replacing the guy who's probably a better run blocker than a pass blocker in Ricky Wagner on a minimal type deal. You really didn't do a ton in the draft to necessarily help you this year uh, at the end of the day. I mean, is this team better today than they were at the end of last season? Well... Um, that's a good question. I, I agree the Balaga thing is is going to hurt not having him. Um, you know, Martinez, they, they don't, they better do something at inside linebacker. They have to do something. But uh, this is a draft and develop team. And, you know, part of their improvement comes from guys hitting their second and third contract, you know, second and third years. And so now all of a sudden, you know, Darnell Savage should be a better player. He's got a year under his belt as a starter. He should be a better player. In theory, Rashawn Gary should start to have an impact next year. Um, Jair Alexander should be taking a step into being an elite corner. Uh, you know, you still got Preston Zabarius Smith. Kenny Clark is still getting better. I mean, that's, that's the theory that your your improvement should come from within. And, you know, they spent all the capital last year on defense. And now, you know, they need some other draft picks to come through for them. And that's, that's where their improvement should be. He is Tom Silverstein. Make sure to follow him over at the Milwaukee Journal Center. Lots of great stuff being written there. And, of course, he and Leroy... Uh, once the season gets started, uh, there are five uh, questions as well. Always very entertaining uh, with the dry erase board in front of them. Tom, thanks so much for coming on. Hey, guys. It was fun. You betcha. Thank Take you care. There he is, Tom Silverstein on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. As your passion outgrown your home, the Great Midwest Bank Home Renovation Loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit greatmidwestbank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. It really is fun to talk to Tom Silverstein every time he comes on, Leroy. Yeah, you notice the Brett Favre. <laughs> he's made his head hurt. He's pretty much discounting a lot of that. Uh, what Brett, uh, the whole connection, if it's Aaron speaking. And that's what I was thinking, you know, maybe it was Brett trying to, like, really address, you know, saying that he disrespected him, he should go to another team, as he did. So they're not putting a lot of he's not putting a lot of weight into that. So you could take it for whatever it's worth. Yeah, quickly here. Uh you had the uh little birthday shindig for Maria, the daughter yesterday, right? How did that Yeah, go? we ha- yeah, uh yeah. Uh, thank you for mentioning that. Uh Maria had we had a party for her. She loves Mexican food, so I cooked a lot of Mexican food. Uh, one of the things I think I did I released that a while ago, how do you make the uh quesadillas? So she loves, she just absolutely loves spicy food too. So what we did was a lot of my kids in Florida, a lot of family and friends, they all sent a video and my wife being the smartest one in the family, especially between me and her, she put together kind of a a video montage and we did it on her laptop and we were able to put it on the television. So we all sat in and she didn't know what we were doing. It was kind of a surprise. And then she saw the videos of everybody saying happy birthday and things like this. Because I've been seeing like younger kids, uh, people driving by and saying happy birthday. 
I mean, that is truly amazing when people do that. You know, but for a 17-year-old, you Steve, you know they're looking for money. Uh, your so money's always a good thing. They start looking for money younger than 17, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, they don't, yeah, they don't want money. They don't want that. We had the cake. We got the, the ice cream cake from Pick and Save. Uh, her sister, Sierra, actually, I bought one of the little pins you can write on it. Yep. And like this little icing. So it was a huge success because she was happy. Of course, she got money and everybody. So she got all the attention. So it was nice. He is Leroy Butler, Steve Sparky Fiverr with you. Great Lakes Drag Away Pick Elaine is coming up next. Your top three topics of the day here on the Wendy's Big Show. What are your expectations for Aaron Rodgers this season? That's the right lane. The left lane, what is your biggest concern heading into this Packers season after everything that's transpired in the last week or so? And the return lane, our top five uh, uh, top movies. five list, top five movies. Give us your top five movies. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. I know one of Gilbert's on is Pulp Fiction. I ain't like that movie. It was too dark. We'll see if anybody on Twitter has Pulp Fiction. Tweet us at 1057FM. <laughs> the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 